You are listening to a message from Victory Alabang. Get the latest updates by visiting victoryalabang.org or like us on facebook.com slash victoryalabang. We are talking about Beyond the Signs. We are discussing here uh, in the next, uh, actually this is already our third week and uh, we are already going to talk about uh, the paralyzed uh, man uh, beside the pool of uh, Bethesda. And uh, we are talking about the signs or the miracles of the Lord that he did. And John, the apostle, uh, he took note of the seven signs. In fact, sa iba mga commentaries, there are eight signs. Sinama nila yung uh, resurrection ni Jesus Christ uh, as uh, the eighth miracle. And uh, for uh, some who included only seven, ang ginawa nila, nag-end sila do sa raising of uh, the dead body of Lazarus to life. I'd like to lay down a good background first of what we are going to read. Kasi para at least pag binasa po natin, when we read it, then it will uh, become alive and it will also uh, give us a picture of what we are reading so that many of you would understand. Because it will be unfair for you if I will just explain without me explaining to you the whole uh, gamut of what the uh, chapter is all about. And at the same time, uh, what, uh, what about the ship, uh, ship gate? What about the five colonnades? So we'll be mentioning that in John chapter 5, verses 1 to 18. So the ship gate is uh, located here. There's the ship gate, and the pool of Bethesda is near the ship gate. So it's located there. Now, what is this wall? Yung outer wall, that's the wall that Nehemiah built. Because there are at least three batch of Israelites who uh, went to build the, this, uh, the temple. And even coming from the rules of the Babylonian, because the Babylonians first uh, captured the Israelites, and after that, after they went through a uh, slavery from the Babylonians, the Persians came into the picture led by Cyrus. And Cyrus, uh, being an unbeliever, was used by the Lord to uh, free the Israelites from captivity. And so he allowed the Israelites to build their own temple and to stay in that particular place where they want them to be. And so the first batch was Zerubbabel. Zerubbabel left. That's the first batch. And then uh, second batch is Ezra's batch. Okay, Ezra's batch uh, left. And then the third batch is Nehemiah. So Nehemiah was the last batch. And Nehemiah was uh, re- responsible for building the walls. So kaya nga meron tayong tinatawag na uh, pag binasa po natin ang book ni Nehemiah, if you read that, then he is uh, zeroing in and how he, they built the wall outside, of course, the temple. So the purpose of the wall is to protect the nation of Israel from uh, the enemies. And so the pool of Bethesda is there. And let me just give you an idea or a picture of what the pool of Bethesda right now. Because when uh, we, had, uh, we, we had an opportunity to go to Israel for 10 days, kami po ni na Pastor Sani at ni Pastor Jonathan, and I took a picture of the pool of Bethesda, and this is the picture of the pool of Bethesda today. So na-discover nila yan. Okay? They, dis- they were able to discover that. It's an archeolo- part of an archaeological discovery. And if this is the pool, this is the church uh, that was built by the Roman Catholic. Uh, because ang pool po na ito, binabanggit po sa Bible, kung titignan nyo, it's a singular pool. But however, when they discovered, it's actually two pools, dalawang pool. So isang southern pool, one southern pool, and another is the northern pool. But however, the focus of John is only that particular pool. That's why it's a singular kind of pool. Now, to give you an overview picture or, or an aerial view of the pool of Bethesda, it's, it's two pools, two swimming pools. It is like this. 
there's, that's the pool of Bethesda, and the reason why they had to build that, according to many uh, commentators, is that uh, this is where the Israelites had to cleanse themselves first before they go to the temple. So, dalawasha. So, imagine it's already destroyed, it's already uh, wrecked. And in between that, when they were captured by the Roman Empire, and when the Roman Empire became Christians, what the Roman Empire did is to build a church in between the pool. So, nagpatayo sila ng church jaan. It's a church building. And they call the church St. Anne or uh, Basilica of St. Anne. And ngayon, if you go to Israel, you will, note, you will see this, Basilic St. Anne. So, that's the church. And under the church, if a person will go under the, under the wreckage of the church, he will still see the pool in uh, the pool of Bethesda. Okay, so there's still a pool. There's still a water. Now, of course, hindi mo na pwedeng, hindi ka na pwedeng maligo dyan. Baka lalo ka magkasakit. Kasi dahil sobrang dumi na yan. But however, they, it's the, the, pool, the water is still, was still preserved during the time. So that's the uh, pool or the water underneath the chapel or the church. And this is the map uh, that will guide a person if he goes there that uh, he will see now the, uh, the map of the church. This is the church. That's the church of St. Anne. And then the southern pool is this. And the northern pole is on top. Okay, so that's the two poles. No? And so uh, what I did was to uh, took a picture of uh, Pastor Sani and Pastor Jonathan. Kunyari, nag, nag, kunyari na nakikinig. Sabi ko, sige, Pastor Jonathan, parang kunyari nakikinig kayo. Okay, so yan. Okay, pero hindi nakikinig naman sila at nag-aaral. Okay, so learning, learning part namin yan. So that's what we did. So again, at least we have a picture of that uh, particular place. So now when we read John chapter 5, 1 to 18, now it will have at least a uh, flesh. Okay, we can uh, flesh that out and uh, we can see it. And can we all stand up and let's open our Bible to, the, to John chapter 5, verse 1 to 18. My subheading here is the healing at the pool on, on the Sabbath. After this, there was a feast of the Jews. Now, feast of the Jews and Jesus went up to Jer Jerusalem. Now, the feast here does not mention whether it's a dedication or a tabernacle feast. There's, there's no description. Uh, so, walang nakakaalam kung anong klaseng feast ito. But it's really a feast of the Jews. Now, uh, there is in Jerusalem, by the sheep gate, okay, na-mentioned sheep gate, there in Jerusalem was a sheep gate, a pool in Aramaic called Bethesda. Now, the Bethesda here, uh, it could also mean Bethzata, Belzeta. Bethsaida, which means house of outpouring or house of mercy. Kaya nga Bethlehem. Pag sinabing Bethlehem, house of bread. Beth kasi means house. Okay, so that's why when it, whenever it says Bethsaida, ibig sabihin nun, house of outpouring or house of mercy. And this Bethesda, which has five roof colonnades. Now notice I've shown you the colonnade. Apat po yun, panglima, yung sa gitna. In between the pool, meron pong isang colon sa gitna. So it becomes five already. And also it says here, in this, lay, in this lay a multitude of invalids, blind, lame, and paralyzed. One man was there who had been an invalid for 38 years. When Jesus saw him lying there and knew that he had already been there a long time, he said to him, do you want to be healed? The sick man answered him, sir, I have no one to put me into the pool. When the water is stirred up and while I am going, another steps down before me. Jesus said to him, Get up, take, your, take up your bed, and walk. And at once the man was healed, and he took up his bed and walked. Now that day was the Sabbath, so the Jews said to the man who had been healed, 
it is the Sabbath and it is not lawful for you to take up your bed. Now, why is it so? Because ang Sabbath po sa kanila, sobrang legalistic, na ultimo karayom na nakalagay po sa, be, sa bulsa, hindi ka pwedeng magdala. There are 39 ways not to observe, of course, your work. Kasi work po sa kanila kapag nagdala ka. Once na nag, nag, uh, nag, nagdala ka lang ng something, especially amat, kitang-kita yon. So therefore, they have to stone him to death. Babatuhin ka para mamatay. Okay, that's, that's how legalistic they are. So malamang pag tayo nandoon, okay, malamang lahat tayo wala na. Kasi lahat tayo may cellphone na dala-dala. So kaya, delikado po sa kanila, hindi ka pwedeng magdala. Because for them, it's really work. Okay, they define that as work. Naalala ko tuloy, you know, kapag halimbawang uh, sa elevator, ultimo, pipindot ka lang, work na yon sa kanila. Kaya sa kanila, automatic yung pagpasok mo ng, ele- ng elevator, alam na kung saan floor titigil. Kasi wag mo iaangat yung kamay mo. Trabaho yon okay, sa kanila. So that's how uh, legalistic they are sometimes, ultra-Orthodox Jews. And it says here, sabi dito, so it says, uh, but, but he answered them, the man who healed me, that man said to me, take up your bed and walk. They asked him, who is the man who said to you, take up your bed and walk? Now the man who had been healed did not know who it was, for Jesus had withdrawn as there was a crowd in the place. Afterward, Jesus found him in the temple and said to him, See, you are well. See no more, that nothing worse may happen to you. The man went away and told the Jews that it was Jesus who had healed him. This was why the Jews were persecuting Jesus, because he was doing this, these things on the Sabbath. But Jesus answered them, My father is working until now, and I am working. Ang ama ko nagtatrabaho, ako rin nagtatrabaho. Kaya ang mga hudyo, galit na galit sa kanya, Sino ka para magtrabaho ng Sabbath o ng Sabbath? So therefore, it's Sabbath. And this is why the Jews were seeking all the more to kill him. Because not only was he breaking the Sabbath, but he was even calling God his own Father, making himself equal with God. Let us pray. Lord God, thank you so much for your word. Bless the reading of your word. We ask that your Holy Spirit will move. We ask that you will speak to us. We pray, Lord, that you will also enlighten us so that, Lord, everything that we will learn today will give glory and honor to Jesus Christ. Once more, Lord, we lift up, Lord, everything that we are going to do to you. May this be a fruitful time, a God-glorifying time, Lord, so that your, your name will be honored. Thank you so much. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. You may all take your seats, please. In the ESV, meron pong hindi binanggit na verse for on. Verse 1, verse 2, verse 3. Yung verse 4, hindi po isinama. Okay? If, you have a, if you have an ESV Bible or an NIV Bible, wala pong nakasulat na verse 4 doon. And many people are saying, oh, kita mo na, hindi talaga. Honest, yung mga nagsulat niyan, may tinanggal sila sa Bible. Narinig niyo na ba yung argument na gano'n? Okay? May mga tinanggal sila sa Bible. Kaya ang totoong Bible lang talaga ay ang King James Bible or King James Version. Now, actually, that is not true. Kasi yung tinanggal po na yun, ito po yung verse 4 na hindi nakalagay roon. In verse 4, From time to time, an angel of the Lord would come down and stir up the waters. The first one into the pool after each such disturbance would be cured of whatever disease he, he had. The reason why they had to remove that, or not have to remove, but they had to place it on the foot in the footnote, kasi nasa footnote po yan eh, nasa baba rin yan ng, ano natin, ng Bible. Mahikita nyo rin yan sa baba. Because this verse is not found in the best and earliest manuscript. Ibig sabihin, ang pinaka-accurate talaga, if you're going to check, ang pinaka-accurate is yung mga earliest manuscript compared to the latest manuscript. Eh, it so happened na panahon ni King James, ang mga uh, hawak lang nila, yung mga latest Ang hindi na alam, may mga na-discover after ni King James na mga earliest manuscript na nag-date back na mas malapit sa mga writings sa mga apostol. 
So therefore, in terms of accuracy, mas accurate yung mga mas malapit sa writing sa mga apostle compared to sa mga latest. And that's what the modern versions did. They just wanted to become honest and they just wanted, of course, to become accurate with what they are saying. But however, if you, want, if you still want to uh, refer to that, then they place it on the footnote. And sometimes, naglalagay sila ng bar, no? na, ng mga brackets saying that this is not found in the earliest manuscripts. Para meron ka ngayong, uh, uh, I mean, meron ka ngayong reference at, at, at understanding na you will not build any doctrine out of that. Or you will be, at least meron kang isipin na, ah, okay, so, hindi pala to, ano, hindi pala to nakita sa mga earliest manuscripts. So ngayon, you have the freedom right now whether to accept that or not. So in this case, it becomes a reference. It becomes just an information for us. The invalid guy, yung pong uh, na, na paralyzed for, I would say, 38 years, ang ano eh, if, if, a, per, if a, a person, ex, uh, I mean, underwent with that kind of situation, para bang uh, ang mundo sa kanya ay bumagsak na. Kasi imagine, if you have a sickness, and for 38 long years, more, probably siguro, paabot pa ng 40 plus years kung hindi siya pinagaling, yun na lang ang kanyang, ano eh, yun na lang ang kanyang mundo. So, para bang wala na siyang dahilan para isipin niya parang ito na lang ba ang galaw ko sa mundong ito, palagi na lang ako nandito sa pool na ito. My focus is how to get down to the pool kasi nag-uunahan talaga sila eh, para makarating doon sa pool na yon. So that whenever the angel, according to them, uh, steers the water and agitates the water, once the water moves, then somebody have to, uh, I mean, jump into the water and then in their own understanding, they think that that person will be healed. But of course, that is superstitious. That's superstition. Kung baga, ano yun, haka-haka lang nila. Kasi and nadala na lang nila yun along the way. But of course, that's not the purpose of the pool. Ganun rin po sa atin, di ba? Meron po tayong mga probinsya na pupunta ka sa probinsya tapos biglang para pagpunta mo roon, makakamit mo yung gusto mong makuha kay Lord. Pero in reality, it becomes a superstition already for us. Now, the point here is that if you are healed by the Lord or if you are released by the Lord from that particular situation or condition or circumstance at inalis ka ng Panginoon sa ganong klaseng circumstance, what is the reason? Because kapag hindi mo alam yung reason or I mean, lalabas, liliit ang mundo natin. There's a reason why the Lord uh, took you out from uh, your habitual uh, sense. There's a reason why the Lord had to place you in a position of influence. There's a reason why the Lord also even saved you and, probably, and at the same time healed you from your sickness or disease. There's a reason. Now, we have to move beyond the signs because kapag halimbawa ang gagawin natin ay mag-focus lang po tayo sa kung saan tayo inalis ng Panginoon, doon lang tayo mag-rejoice. Lumalabas, lumilit ang ating mundo and hindi natin nakikita talaga na meron palang purpose, Lord, why that happened. Now, let me just uh, give you the reasons beyond the signs. Now, first is that Jesus has a purpose for you. Jesus has a purpose for you. Sino rin tinaniniwala kayo, you believe that God has a purpose for you? Do you believe that God, Jesus, God has a purpose for you? Okay, if you believe that Jesus Christ has a purpose for you, can you please raise up your hand if you believe that? Now, you have a purpose. You are not an accident here in this world. Kaya nga yung mga nagsasabi na aksidente lang uh, sila sa mundong ito, or there's no purpose for them, they're missing out, out the point of living. That's why don't even joke, wag kay, don't even joke your, your son or your daughter na uh, bibiri mo sila, alam mo anak, aksidente ka lang talaga, pero wala kami plano talaga, eh, binigay ka sa amin ng Panginoon, at ka, wag mong gagawin joke yon Because hindi po aksidente ang mga anak natin. 
meron pong purpose si Lord, why the Lord gave them to us, even though hindi kayo nagplano, kahit na hindi kayo nag-family nag planning, meron pa rin purpose si Lord, why the Lord gave us our children. And so, in this case, there is a purpose for that. The invalid guy did not understand this. I believe that his, probably his purpose only is for him to just go to that pool and have himself healed. Napaka-ikli, napakaliit na mundo. Going back to that passage, John chapter 5, verse 5 to 8, one man was there who had been in an, an invalid for 38 years. When Jesus saw him lying there and knew that he had already been there a long time, he said to him, do you want to be healed? Now, parabang this question really is like a no-brainer. Parang, Lord, hello, kita mo naman na. Tapos tatunin pa ako, do you want to be healed? Okay, parabang uh, dumating ka sa bahay, tapos biglang halos labas sa hindila mo. Tapos, gutom ka ba? Kita mo, uh, kita mo na ang lawit na nga, ang dilat talagang sumasaktan siya, kung magtatanong ka pa. Di ba, may mga Pinoy na ganun eh. Kapag halimbang tinatanong, uh, tara, kain tayo. Uh, tapos, hindi, ano, okay pa ako, busog pa ako, pero kung tutusin, kumukurug-kurug na yung chan. Kasi nahihiya lang talaga. Eh, kasi ano, ang Pilipino, ano eh, sanay siya sa... Ganyan, it's because of the psyche of the Filipino na mahiyain, no? Sh uh, shy, no? yung mahiyain complex. Kaya ayaw niyang sabihin agad na, tara, kain tayo, okay? Pero ano yung kanyang, hindi, oh, busog pa ako, busog pa ako. Pero ka, sa ano, kulang na sabihin niya, piliti mo pa ako, piliti mo pa ako, bibigay na ako, malapit na. Okay? Parang ganun lang yun eh. So in this case, uh, do you want to be healed? And the guy, of course, but however, notice the answer of the guy. The, the guy did not answer yes or no. But the guy said, this is what he said. The sick man answered him, Sir, I have no one to put me into the pool when the water is stirred up, and while I am going another steps down before me. Now, probably in the mind of this guy, he's probably thinking Jesus Christ would help him to go to that pool. You know, it's like saying, uh, can you help me to go to the pool because nobody is helping me. He did not even understand that Jesus Christ can actually heal him. Hindi niya nakita yon, Hindi nakita na kaya siyang pagalingin ni Jesus kasi hindi niya kilala kung sino si Jesus yung mga time na yon. But however, Jesus, guys, of course, he brushed it aside but went to saying, get up, take up your bed and walk. And now, the Lord Jesus Christ saw already that the guy has a purpose. His purpose, of course, is not just to lie there for all his life and just die there in that particular situation. But Jesus Christ saw that this guy can be, has, a, has a purpose, uh, especially for his life, to be a testimony. But however, unless we realize that, then again, our world will be so small. What do we mean by purpose? I, the, a dictionary defined purpose in this way. The reason for which something is done or created or for which something exists. Why are you existing in this world? Why are you here right now? Why do you think you are in that particular business? Why do you think that you are working in that particular company? Why are you studying in that particular school? Why are you being allowed by the Lord to go through this trial and difficulties in your life or hardships in your life? Bakit ka pinapadaan ng Panginoon sa ganitong klaseng kalagayan? Bakit may sakit ka ngayon na even ang mga doktor hindi nila kayang pagalingin yung sakit mo? I mean, you just have to ask the Lord and say, Lord, I believe that you have a purpose why you are allowing me to go through this. Why you allowed me to be in this place. Why you allowed me to study in this particular school. Why you allowed me to work in this particular company. And the invalid person has a small world thinking that that is only his purpose in his life. That's why 
ang tutok lang niya talaga, makatalon lang ako sa pool niya, gagaling na ako pagkatapos maligay na ako. But however, that is beyond that. In the book of Jeremiah 1.5, it says, and I believe many of us can also even say amen to this, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Bago ka pa man ma-form sa womb ng nanay mo, then the Lord already knew you in the past. Alam ng Panginoon, bago, bago nakita ni Lord ang ilong natin, alam na niyang korte ng ilong mo. Kabisado na niyan. Before, the, before you are formed in the womb of your mom, the Lord already knows you. Before you were born, I set you apart. You are set apart by the Lord. Inihiwalay ka ng Panginoon for that very purpose. That's why it says here, I set you apart for my holy purpose. The Lord God has a purpose for you. And that is not only for you. It is, your life is not just for you. It is really for the Lord. And God said even to Jeremiah, I appointed you to be a prophet to the nations. That's the reason behind. So in our case, it is like saying, I've appointed you to be a business person in this generation and I've set you apart for this very purpose. I've appointed you as a teacher in this particular school and I've set you apart for my holy purpose. So therefore, we have to always understand and ask the Lord, God, reveal to me your purpose and may I, may I be able to fulfill. May I fulfill your purpose here in this particular place where I am right now. Because, ang alam ko, merong ginawang purpose, merong purpose po ang Panginoon sa atin. Hindi, hindi accidenting nandiyan ka sa field na yan. Hindi dahil sa nilagay ka lang at wala ka nang magawa. Pero meron talagang purpose ang Panginoon. In the book of Exodus, even Moses, he thought probably that his work will just, you know, tend the sheep. But however, God has a purpose for him. But for this purpose, I have raised you up to show you my power so that my name may be proclaimed in all the earth. Moses have no inkling of an idea that God will use him. In fact, there's a lot of excuses for him. Lord, I don't know how to speak. Ah, hindi ka maramang salita. Aaron will do that for you. Ang dami niyang reason. But if that's the purpose of the Lord for you, then the purpose of the Lord will prevail. You have to understand that, you know, the purpose of that is that His name will be proclaimed to all the earth. And that's really our purpose, to proclaim the name of Christ into all the world, wherever you are and wherever you go. May dahilan. Hindi ka nandyan sa kumpanyang yan para lang kumita ng pera. Hindi ka lang nandyan para lang ma-promote ka at mag-career pathing. Hindi yon. May purpose ka kung bakit ka nandyan sa kumpanyang yan. May purpose why you are in that particular business. Hindi lang para kumita ng kumita at you know, mahakuha ng maraming kliyente. No, that's not it. If you are a doctor, your purpose is not just to help the patients get healed, but really to minister also to them and even pray for them sometimes if the medicine that you are going to give will not really heal this person kasi may hangganan po ang mga medisina. Hindi po natin masasabi na lahat ng yan ay talagang as in could really heal us. Lalo-lalo na yung mga sakit na alam nating walang kagalingan pagdating sa mga medisina that only the Lord can actually do it. That's why if you are, if you are a medical practitioner or a doctor, then you are in that best position to really pray also for that person. Kapag halimbawang may mga sakit po sila. And I would say that you can also even lay hands on them and say, alam mo, I'm a doctor but uh, there is one who is a great physician who could heal you. 
may hangganan lang ang aming ginagawa. Pero magtiwala pa rin sa tayo sa Panginoon. So in other words, we can actually do that even in you know, many different ways. If you are a student, you could also bring the gospel of Jesus Christ or the name of Christ in your school. That's why in Psalm 57 verse 2, it says, I cry out to God most high, to God who fulfills His purpose for me. Even the psalmist is saying, I cry out to God, to God who fulfills His purpose for me. Panginoon, tulungan niyo ako na ma-fulfill ko yung purpose niyo. Na hindi lang ako pataba sa lupa pag ako'y namatay. Nakapagalimbawang ako ay kinuha niyo na pagka nasa funeral service, yung mga taong magbibigay ng testimony sa buhay ninyo, sasabihin, alam niyo, nung nabubuhay pa tong taong ito, when this guy is still living, you know, this guy really made an influence in my life. He touched my life, he shared the gospel to me. In fact, siya nag-lead sa akin sa Panginoon. O kaya, ang iba naman sasabihin niya, alam mo, I'm really encouraged by the life of this guy kasi nakita ko pa paano niyang pinalaki ang kanyang mga anak at talagang tinuruan. And right now, I'm also encouraged to also raise up uh, my, godly, my, my children as godly. Hindi yung kapag halimbawang namatay po tayo, bu- sasabihin ng mga tao, ay, buti lang kinuha ni Lord yung pasawayan. Eh. Buti na lang. Okay? At nawalan tayo ng, ano, ng mga pasaway rito sa mundong ito. So imagine the people, you will really know that, of course, hindi mo na natin malalaman yung kung sino yung tatayo, okay? Pero yun ang maganda kapag halimbawang tayo ay kinuha ng Panginoon ano? Maraming mga tao na magbibigay ng magagandang uh, I mean, mga sasabihin tungkol sa ating buhay, it simply means that you are able to touch the lives of those people and at the same time, you can really see that the Lord has a purpose for you. It is not only for you. It is not only for your own small world, but really for the lives of the people around you. Of course, as a pastor, we have conducted a lot of funeral service already. At nakikita namin yung mga taong nagbibigay ng ganitong klaseng mga mensahe. Pero may mga cases po, ako mismo personally, nakikita ko, pagka tumayo sila, hirap na hirap sila magsalita tungkol sa tao. Para bang, hindi na, masa, hindi na malaman ko ano sasabihin nila. Kasi wala eh, wala na ibigay. Okay? Hindi ko pa pwede sabihin, ay, uh, sige, ako nakukuha kasi wala ka na masabi sa tao ito eh. I mean, there are cases that are like that. But of course, that's why you can really see the influence of a person while he is still living. While you are still living, at lahat to tayo, we can still ask the Lord and pray to the Lord, Lord, let me fulfill your purpose. Because I believe that you have one for me. In the book of John, chapter 9, 2-3, it says here, And his disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sent this man or his parents? That he was born blind. Now notice that Jesus Christ, I mean, when he met the invalid person, ano po siya, no? he's paralyzed. And we could say that, sabi, sabi ni Jesus doon, na, uh, of course, binagit niya tungkol sa sin, na, Probably this person, I mean, this person is uh, sinned. That's why he became invalid. But hindi po lahat ng mga sakit ay cause ng kasalanan. And that's why the, the disciple had to ask, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Jesus answered, it was not that this man sinned or his parents, but that the works of God might be displayed in him. Now, hindi po lahat ng mga may sakit ay sasabihin natin, ah, kaya ka may sakit kasi may kasalanan ka, no? umubulang ng konti, <laughs> may kasalanan ka sa Lord. Ano? Don't judge, okay? Please don't judge. Because it is between only, between that person and the Lord. Now, there are people who are born with disability and deformity. But in yet, the Lord, we can see that the, the, the glory of the Lord being displayed in the lives of that person. I mean, if you are familiar with Nick Vujicic, 
Okay, you're familiar with the guy with no limbs. He has no limbs. But if you notice that he was used by the Lord so much in the lives of many people, and he was able to influence a lot of people for the Lord. In fact, kahit na hindi siya makayakap, siyang niyayakap ng mga tao at naiyak pa sa kanya yung mga tao. Because, of, because Nick Vujicic saw his purpose here in this world. There was a time where Nick Vujicic also would like to kill himself. Gusto niya mag, mag gusto niya magpakamatay at ang gagawin niya, mag, uh, papakalunod siya. Hindi po sa dagat, sa bathtub. <laughs> oh, kasi ano eh, siyempre sa bathtub, ang daling magpakalunod. Kasi wala nga siyang limbe. Eh. So kaya tatalon na lang raw sa, ano yan, he's still young during the time. But he saw his purpose in the Lord. That's why, imagine, a guy who has no limbs was able to touch the lives of people who has limbs. How much more us, tayo, ngayon. Now we are so much, you know, I mean, we are complete in the area of what we have right now, physically. So that's why, again, this guy, sabi dito, that the works of God might be displayed in him. Is it really true that the works of God is being displayed in your life right now? Na kahit dumadaan, dumadaan kayo sa matinding pagsubok ng buhay nyo, nakangiti pa rin kayo. Diba? Yung tipong parabang, na, uh, yung Shekinah glory ni Lord, it can really be seen in your face. That they cannot really even see a taint of parabang, uh, may problema ka ba? But parang ang ligaligay mo palagi. Parang there's joy always in your heart, there's gladness always in your heart. Hindi yung aburido ka sa mundo. Diba? Meron nga sinasabi sa sabi nila na magbiro ka lang sa lasing, wag lang sa bagong gising. Pero ang talagang totoong krisyano, kahit na anong oras mo gisingin, nakangiti pa rin. Pagka ginising mo, ano yun? Ah, tiyo, hindi tiyo, gising kita mo, natutulog yung tao eh. Right? Hindi yung ano eh, di ba? Pagka, pagka krisa, pag ginam mo, dapat hindi ikaw yung tipong ano eh, nagagalit ka pag kanimbawang ganoon, kapag ginising ka, dapat nakangiti ka pa rin. Okay? Amen, can I serve you? Ha? Tiyo, para wag, I mean, you, you can really see that sometimes, I mean, I would say that people can see the glory of the Lord in you, sa mukha mo mismo. Okay? Mahikita nila yon. Kaya nga sarap maging krisyano, bumabagal ang ano eh, pagtanda. Kasi dahil sa nakangiti ka palagi, you can actually smile always. A cheerful heart is a good medicine. Kaya nga pansinin mo yung katabi mo kung nakangiti. Nakangiti ba yan? Ah, kapag nakangiti yan, dagdag points na yan. Ibig sabihin, babata na naman yan for a few minutes. Okay? So, lalabas yan, babagal na naman ang pagtanda niyan. That's why, again, the works of God will really, really be displayed. And speaking of the works of God being displayed in our life, whatever that you are going through, always ask the Lord, Lord, why are you allowing me to go through this? And Lord, if you're allowing me to go through this, then Lord, let your glory be seen in me. In Proverbs 19.21, it says, Many are the plans in the mind of a man, but it is the purpose of the Lord that will stand. You have a lot of plans, but please, let's learn to submit everything at the feet of the Lord and say, Lord, let your plan be fulfilled. Because after all, it's not my purpose, but it's your purpose. Speaking of purpose, the invalid guy did not saw that in his life because he has a very, very narrow, I would say, minded uh, thinking to the point that his goal is only for him to jump in that pool of water in Bethesda. But Jesus Christ, of course, uh, set him in that particular purpose where he is. My second point is that Jesus has set you free. After knowing your purpose, of course, the Lord Jesus Christ also wants us to be freed. That guy, the invalid guy, also was set free. In John 5, 13-14, it says, Now the man who had been healed did not know who it was, 
for Jesus had withdrawn as there was a crowd in the place. Afterward, Jesus found him in the temple and said to him, See, you are well, sin no more, that nothing worse may happen to you. Now, why did Jesus Christ have to say this? Because he understands that this invalid guy, the reason why he has that kind of disability, it's because of sin. Now, again, what I'm saying is that not all sickness are caused by sin because may mga sin po na ang cause talaga ay, uh, may mga sickness na ang cause po talaga ay sin. And sometimes this kind of sickness, lalo na yung mga debilitating sickness, na parang kapag tinignan ka, parang hindi ka na ma-encourage. No? Kapag tinignan mo yung, yung, yung pagtinignan ka ng mga tao, tapos lalo na kapag limba, tinignan ka, nag, ano, nagmamakaawa ka pa, parang feeling mo tuloy, parang nakaka-encourage ka pa ba o hindi na? And there are sickness that are like that. So, in this case, Jesus Christ had to remind, no? Sin no more that nothing uh, worse may happen to you. Kapag nirelease po tayo ng Panginoon, if the Lord has already freed us from this kind of situation, then let's not go back to sinning anymore. Huwag na po tayong bumalik ron. God has already freed us. Huwag na po tayong bumalik sa dati nating ginagawa. Kung napalaya ka na ng Panginoon sa alcoholism, napalaya ka na ng Panginoon sa paninigarilyo, napalaya ka na ng Panginoon sa pornography, sa mga cyber pornography, or whatever that is, then I would say that you have to free yourself from that. Naalala ko before yung sinabi sa akin ng kaibigan ko, sabi niya, June, kaya mong tigilan ng paninigarilyo for one month, for a year, but babalik yan kapag ikaw magbabago sa sarili mo. Pero if Jesus Christ will be the one to change you, then it will not come back anymore. True. No? I, I uh, really uh, believe that to the point na hindi na ako humawak ng sigarilyo at hindi na ako humawak, hindi na ako humitit pala ng sigarilyo. And uh, ano, kailan, kailan ba yung last ko? Last week lang. Okay, so yun. And then, joke, joke lang, joke lang. Baka mo sabihin nyo. Ano. So, and then, many years ago yun. Okay? Many years ago, nag-aaral pa ako, college pa ako noon. Okay? I'm still in college during the time. So, that was my last, uh, uh, I mean, stick. And I would say that really, God was the one who changed me in that particular area. He has freed me from nicotine. And the same thing also that will happen to you as well. I mean, just live up to the Lord, you know, your vices, your habitual sins, and the Lord will be the one to free you. And now that you are freed, then please don't go back to that anymore. Or else, alam niyo, gagawin ng Panginoon, didisiplinahin po tayo ng Panginoon. Bakit niya dinidisiplina tayo? Kasi mahal niya po tayo because we are His children. Anak po niya tayo. And remember, only a child is being disciplined. If the Lord will not discipline us, that simply means that you are not His child. May anak po ako, may anak po yung mga parents po rito. Sino rito yung dinidisiplinan yung anak ninyo? You're disciplining your children when they were still young, di ba? I mean, you're disciplining your children. And of course, if you are disciplining them, that simply means that you love them. And that's what you're doing to them. You want them to go back, you know, to you and to their uh, particular destiny and purpose. And para bang, kapag halimbang hindi tayo pagpatuloy pa rin tayo sa ginagawa natin, if we continue on with what we're doing, then you know what the Lord will probably say? Anak, ang dami nang nasa-stumble sa buhay ng ibang mga tao dahil sa buhay mo. Dito ka na lang sa akin, pasaway ka masyado, tabi na lang tayo. Okay? Para talagang as in, ano, uuwi ka ng maaga. Pero hindi lahat naman na umuwi ng maaga, eh, pasaway. Okay? Baka isipin, ay pasaway kasi yan, kaya umuwi ng maaga. Okay? Huwag naman tayo mag-judge ng ganon. But the point here is that, again, you will know that. You yourself will know that. Sin, no more. Or something else, okay? Something worse will happen to us. The point also in James 4.7 is for us to submit, therefore, ourselves to the Lord. Submit yourself to the Lord and resist or withstand or oppose the devil and he will flee from you. Labanan niyo po yung tukso. Ibig sabihin talaga as in, ta- ibig sabihin ng, ano, ng pag-oppose, 
is that tatakbo kayo, katulad ginawa ni Joseph, but at the same time, of course, you have to oppose also what he is doing. You have to do something about it. Hindi pa pwede yung tipong parabang nakatayo ka lang at wala kang ginagawa. O, tuksol, layuan mo ako. Tapos wala ka namang ginagawa. You have to do something about it also. That's why you have to submit yourself to the Lord every day. This is a daily battle for us. And the invalid guy, of course, did not understand that uh, until the Lord explained that to him. And I believe that the invalid guy already is aware that he had to flee from sin. In John 8.36, it says, So if the Son sets you free, you will be absolutely free. God's word, God's word translation. Sino rito yung pinalaya ka na ng Panginoon sa mga struggles mo? Okay? Di ba? Maraming mga struggles na minsan daw pinalaya. Yung iba, hindi kayo pinalaya. Mamaya, papalayain kayo ng Panginoon. Okay? May mga iba, di ba? May mga struggle tayo. Iba-iba po ang struggle natin. Sino rito nagkaroon po kayo ng struggle at, uh, you know, as being a Christian and while growing in the Lord, may mga struggle po kayo, mga habitual sin, whatever. Meron ba rito? Before, uh, nung, nung kayo po ay nag-grow as a Christian. Okay? Di ba? Meron. Tapos, pinalaya po tayo. I mean, many of us, we experience that. And the Lord is still continually, of course, freeing us. So if the Son sets you free, you will be absolutely free. Galatians 5.1 says, For freedom Christ has set us free. Stand firm, therefore, and do not submit again to, the, to a yoke of slavery. Wag ka nang bumalik doon. Wag ka nang bumalik. Kung dati, you know, na itong ginagawa mo, wag ka nang babalik. Because the moment that you go back once more to what you are doing, then again, you will, you will again experience, of course, uh, the discipline and so that you will go back once more to the Lord. Babalik ulit tayo ng grade 1 ito. Kapag gano'n, instead na umuusad tayo sa ating buhay kristyano at nagiging blessing tayo sa mga tao sa paligid natin, we are becoming a blessing to the people around us, then I, I would say that let's, not, let's be reminded of this. Don't go back anymore to that kind of slavery because Satan wants us to be in slavery, in, enslaved with sin. But the Lord wants to free us. Job 23.10 the Lord allowed Job to go through this. In, in fact, Job went through this trial also when he experienced disease, uh, disease and sickness in his body. But he did not really see that. Na parabang kinwestyon na si Lord. Lord, bakit ako dumaan sa ganito? But the, Job uh, wrote and he said, But he knows what I am doing. And when he tests me, I will be pure as gold. Whatever that we are going through, whether that be you know, sickness or situations in our life, then there, there's a reason why the Lord is allowing us to go through that so that we will come out pure as gold. Yun lang po ang kailangan mangyari sa atin wherein lalabas po tayo na ang, you know, ginto po tayo. Ginto in the sense that our worship is really pure towards Him. Kaya nga, dun sa mga taong dumadaan sa pagsubok na kanilang buhay at meron mga dinadaan ng mga hardship, pansin nyo, kapag halimbawang, if, if you are going through these uh, difficulties in your life, whenever you worship the Lord, I mean, it's so real whenever you worship the Lord. I mean, there are times when you really cry whenever you worship the Lord. Kapag halimbawa talagang kayo po ay nagpupuri at nananalangin sa Panginoon, lalo na kapag dumadaan kayo sa matindi pagsubok ng buhay ninyo. Pero may mga ibang tao na kapag hindi dumadaan sa pagsubok ng buhay nila, parang wala lang. Parang nakata- minsan pag nag-worship, nakatayo lang, nakatingin sa mga taong ganun. Kasi wala eh, okay na okay siya eh. Para bang kuno sa Lord, padaan kaya kita minsan sa ano para talaga ang worship mo talaga magtaas ka na minsan ng kamay para sa akin. Pero of course, this is not of course to judge some people, but the point is that that is really true. Whenever we go through some difficulties in our life, sometimes it becomes pure yung talaga as in may kita mo close na close kayo ng Panginoon sa dinadaanan mo. Lord, kailangan ko talaga ng uh, increase sa aking salary, Lord. 
Lord, Panginoon, kayo po magbigay ano, mag, uh, sa akin ng promotion. Lord, we are asking God for uh, the deliverance of uh, my son for, from addiction. Lord, God, we pray that you are going to deliver him. Sobrang puro yung worship. And that is what Job you know, experienced. He will really come out pure as gold as he goes through that. And again, speaking of that freedom, the invalid person was reminded, don't go anymore you know, playing with sin or something else. Of course, something worse would happen to you. And the third one is that Jesus gave you a testimony. You have a testimony to tell to the world. Because once you know your purpose, once you are already freed from that, then there's a testimony to tell. Unfortunately, for the invalid person, iba yung naging testimony niya. Because in this verse, in 15 to 16, it says, The man went away and told the Jews that it was Jesus who had healed him. Now, the purpose of this guy, as many, comment, uh, many commentators are saying, that it is for him to escape the stoning because he understands it fully well that if the Jews, again, uh, knew that he was carrying his mat, of course, during a Sabbath, and that's his very purpose, then he should be killed. Kailangan niyang mamatay kasi dahil sa nilabag niya ang kautusan no, ni Moises. But however, what he did was to point to Jesus, ay, yung taong yun, siya yung uh, may kagagawan kung bakit, you know, uh, daladala ko ngayon itong mat na to, and siya yung nagpagaling sa akin. Kaya kumbaga, tinuro niya yung mga Jews uh, kay Jesus. But however, for us, we always point to Jesus so that we can give glory and honor to Him in our testimony. And speaking about testimony, in John 5, 17 to 18 also, we are lifting up who Jesus Christ is because even John himself lifted the Lord. But Jesus answered them, My Father is working until now and I am working this was why the Jews were seeking all the more to kill him because not only was he breaking breaking or losing the power of the Sabbath, the Greek word for that is luo, which means to lose the power. Wala pong bindrik na law si Jesus. Wala pong bindrik na law. He came here to fulfill the law. He did not came here to break the law. But uh, if I'm to translate that, I would rather use the word lose because he had the power to lose the Sabbath because he is the Lord of the Sabbath. Siya po ang Lord ng Sabbath. So in this case, he was even calling God his own father, making himself equal with God. And to call God as his own father is to make himself equal or at par with God himself. Parang sinasabi niya na, tatay ko ang Diyos at ako, Diyos rin ako. Kasi tatay ko ay Diyos. In this case, John is giving us the testimony or the revelation that he is truly equal with God and he is the son of God. And for, in this case, for the invalid guy, hindi niya nakita yon. Kumbaga, nakakalungkot because he was already healed from his sickness. Pero ang ginawa niya, hindi niya finokus na, ay, okay, si Jesus pala ang Savior ko. Jesus is my Lord or Jesus is my God. But however, what he did was to escape the wrath of the Jews because of what he did by, you know, getting his mat. But for us as believers, I hope that it will not be like that. Because in the book of Mark 5, 18 to 19, this is what happened. As he was getting into the boat, the man who had been possessed with demons beg him that he might be with him. Now, meron pong tao na ang dami po talagang demonyo sa kanya. Sobrang dami ng demonito. Siguro, humaba ang victory weekend dito eh, sa kanya, no? Siguro mga, hindi siguro mga ilang oras siguro na ano to, talagang casting out of demons. There's a lot of demons in him the, and, and what he did was to beg him that he might be with him. Kasi napalaya na po siya eh. So sabi niya, parang ganito lang, ano? Lord, pwede bang mag full-time ministry na ako kasi gusto kong sumama sa iyo talaga. Gusto ko kasama na kita palagi wherever you go. But however, this is what Jesus said. And he did not permit him, but said to him, Go home to your friends and tell them how much the Lord has done for you and how he has had mercy on you. Again, speaking about testimony, you, 
you already knew your purpose, you already have been freed, then it's time right now to, for you to give your testimony to the people around you. Not like what the invalid guy did. For us, we have a testimony to tell to the whole world. Alam niyo po ba na yung story niyo, ginagawa na po ng Panginoon ngayon para maging magsilbi po tayong testimony sa maraming mga tao. Kaya pagka ngayon dumadaan po tayo sa matinding pagsubok po ng buhay natin, if we're going through some difficulties in our life, may sakit po tayo, hindi, wala po tayong trabaho, nahirapan tayo sa anak natin, nahirapan tayo sa asawa natin, hindi natin madala ang ating pamilya sa Panginoon, o kaya uh, hindi tayo magka- ma- ang, ang ating finances is like, you know, it's already depleting, and there's a lot of things that is happening, then you have to always go back to the Lord and say, Lord, gamitin niyo yung mga nangyaring ito para mabigyan ng papuri ang inyong pangalan. And I would say that when you do that, you know what, we will really come out as gold as a result of that. And even in this passage as well, it says there, tell them how much the Lord has done for you and how He has had mercy on you. Maraming ginawa ang Panginoon sa ating buhay at marami pang gagawin ang Panginoon sa ating buhay. Yun po ang dapat na malaman ng mga tao sa atin. Tandaan po natin na Acts 17.28 as I end this, certainly we live, move, and exist because of Him. Nabubuhay po tayo ngayon para po sa ating Panginoon Diyos. We are not our own. We are bought with a price. Therefore, give glory and honor to the Lord. In Him we live. In Him we move. In Him we have our being. May kanta po nito. In Him we live and move and have Matagal na po itong kantang ito. Kasi ang alam ko kasi Hillsong na eh. Okay? Mga Hillsong kasi Planet Shakers kasi kami mga ano namin, ira namin eh. But the point here is that all of us are living for the Lord. Nabubuhay po tayo para sa Panginoon. Di ba? Kinakanta natin ito noon. Nung umatin tayo ng yung misa na alala nyo. Di ba? Naalala ko noon. Uh, naalala nyo rin, di ba? Yung, ah, hindi. Kunyari ka pa ha. Naalala ko yun. And I believe that each one of us as we realize our purpose and right now that we have experienced freedom and we are still being freed, of course, right now, then give glory to the Lord and tell to the whole world, Lord, the reason why I go, went through this, it's because so that I can give glory and honor to the Lord. Can we all stand up right now? Let's just pray and bow down our head. Probably some of you are saying, Pastor, can you pray for me right now that my life will always give glory and honor to Him? Let me find my rest in Him right now. There's a lot of things that is happening in my life. Probably you're saying, and I need to know the purpose of the Lord as I go through this. Pray for me that my eyes will always focus on Him, that I will see everything that is happening, not because of an accident, but because He allows me to go through this so that I will come out pure as God. If that is your prayer, and if you want to be prayed for in that area, I'd like you to raise up your hand. I believe that some of you need prayer today. You want to be prayed for in terms of strength. You want to be prayed for in terms of increase in faith. You want to be prayed for so that your life will serve as a testimony of God's glory. That people will see the glory of God in your face. Just raise up your hand. Lord, I pray, God, in Jesus' name, allow, Lord God, your people to know and to understand that the reason why they are going through this so that people can see Jesus Christ in them. I pray that the Shekinah glory of Jesus Christ will be seen in their life 
I pray, God, that you will step in in their situation and move. Whether, Lord God, that situation is healing, whether that situation, Lord God, is about money, Lord, I pray that you will step in. Restore their relationships. Restore, Lord, whatever that was taken from them by the devil. And I pray, Lord, that even, uh, Lord, as they continue to trust in you, they will always, Lord, come out pure as gold. Lord, purify, Lord, your people. Purify them from anything, Lord, that will hinder them from trusting in you. Let them, Lord, always learn to submit to you and resist the works of the enemy. And right now, Lord, I declare, Lord God, freedom for them in the name of Jesus Christ from the thing that is trying to clutch them and pulling them down, Lord. I pray, Lord, that you will step in and create miracles, signs, wonders, and miracles right now. Thank you so much, Lord, for when we know, Lord, that today, Lord God, is a day of miracle already for your people. The glory, the honor, the praise is yours. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord God.